right now, you know, we're just maxing in the studio. We're hailing from East Oakland, California, and um, sometimes it gets a little hectic out there. But right now, you know, we're going to up you on how we just chill. Dollar seven digits, call up Bridget, her man's a midget. Plus, she got friends, yo, I can dig it. Here's a 40 swigging, you know it's frigid. I got him chilling in the cooler, break out the ruler. Damn, that's the baddest dog I ever seen. The one that's getting okay. Cali getting weeded makes him feel like Maui. Now we Welcome feel a good vibration. Podcast. So many females, so much inspiration. Thank you, thank you. Happy to be here. Uh, finally made, made, my, made my debut. Fifth on the list, but you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, I'm still <laughs> top five. You think about it, top five of all time? Like, the list, that's a good list to be on. It is. The list kind of got hijacked too, because, like, Stromy wasn't even supposed to be the first one. And then because Stromy Are we was surprised, the first though? Like, no, that's that's a Strombow move. <laughs> yeah. Looking at, looking at past events, like, that happens, bro. It'll hijack your girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we're not even going to talk about yeah. the other stuff. We're just going to end it there. Snowmobiles. Yeah. Get <laughs> <laughs> some strays. Strong, we love you, dude. We love you, Strong. And shout out, shout out, out Beardle. Shout out some heat. Shout out Beardle. I know you're out there, dude. You don't, you don't miss a single one. Shout out Beardle. Shout out Adam. Shout out the boys, Peyton, Tanner. You guys are all listening. I know that. Big, yeah. Big shout out to our uh, loyal listeners. Shout out Jonah and... Pour one out for Kurt. Pour one out for Kurt. Hats off for Kurt. Moment of silence for Kurt, please. R.I.P. to a legend. R.I.P. R.I.P. to a legend. Good guy. Did you have a good week, Preston? You know, I've had a I've had a great week, honestly. Who's your Who's your NFL football team? Yeah, we don't want to talk about that. We did get the dub this weekend, though. Who Who is uh, it? The Falcons. Oh wow, dude! I'm a Lions fan, so. I mean, I'm we're pretty much in the same fan, boat, dude. So, yeah, we, we beat the Seahawks, though, so. Yeah, we got spanked by the Vikings and the Eagles. But the Eagles, dude, I'm going to be honest, the Eagles are looking really dude, good. Dude, Jalen Hurts, MVP right there. Between him and Lamar. I'm going to just say that right now. Honestly, I love Lamar, too. Do you, do, you play fantasy? I've got six fantasy teams, actually. Oh, my oh dang. And basically seven, because I drafted you, my brother's team, too. Do you have any, like, good punishments for any of your leagues that you're in that if you lose that, you know, you have to do one of those crazy things? No, nah, we don't do any of that. It's just all money. Dude, it's like few, few. There's, like, a $50 buy-in, a 40 25 I just call them investments because, you know. You Always returning. It's yeah. pretty good. We ROI. got that on lock, yeah. yeah. Every time. <laughs> Me and Jonah just started doing bets on fantasy. Like, uh, there's this app that we use. And Sunday, dude, I had a $30 parlay for a $600 payout. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers screwed me over, dude. Aaron Rodgers had to score under 17.5 fantasy points. He got 17.1. Ever since he started taking shrooms, bro. Yeah, you, you can't trust the man, so and Aaron, he's not vaxxed. So like, Aaron Rodgers took thirty dollars from me, dude. Really took six hundred because I should have won six hundred, but lost, lost thirty. Yeah, you should probably DM him and ask for that back. Yeah, yeah, F Aaron Rodgers, and tell him he has an ugly tattoo as well. I didn't know he asked that. Hey, respect though, respect. He's a legend. <laughs> he's a legend for real. I don't know anything about fantasy football. <laughs> me either. But for context, how do we know you, Hunter? Preston? Preston Hunter? Why do you got two first names? Bro? Yeah, some call me <laughs> Preston, some call me Hunter. Like, <laughs> Can we trust you? Yeah, it, it all goes back to uh, August 3rd, 2016, I believe. Yep. Um, yeah, I served a mission with Blotter and Wolfgram here, Walker and Jaron. And uh, that's the day it all began, really. 
Um, MTC comps. MT, MTC comps with Walker. And uh, Blotter hated our guts. I think he still does, to be completely honest. Oh, yeah, dude. He like, hated us at the beginning. Yeah. We may never know. Actually? I, yeah, he <laughs> actually did. He wouldn't sit um, with us at lunch and stuff. That or, is, like, okay, the that is not that, true. And then, that's true. That is, that's that's true, but it's not how you're Walker saying it. and our gay companion. Shout out to Jenkins. Love you, Jenkins. Shout Freaking love that oh, he's guy. He's actually gay. Shout yeah, he actually is. Um, one of the funniest people ever. Oh, super hilarious. Mad respect. But, yeah. It, uh, it all started there at the MTC, and the, the rest is really history. Spent, I want to hear about uh, the beef. Spent a lot of time with Walker. Yeah, dude, we spent a lot of time and, on missions uh, together. Also companions with Blotter. And worst other than that, worst transfer <laughs> of my life, honestly. And uh, when we weren't serving together. I'll we shut were... this podcast <laughs> right now. I'm not going to take this hazing this entire time. You can't tell me you didn't hate us. <laughs> I did not hate you. Literally you literally hated us. Like you never talked You would us? walk into the classroom. Stare us, you stare said, at us all, and you say, you guys. "I f- hate you guys," and then you walk out. I so could actually see that. him say that, so I know that's a true story. And we didn't get his humor at first, uh, so like we're like, "I don't want this, this podcast weird. to be explicit." Like, he's just but... like, "I hate you guys," <laughs> yeah. and then he would leave with his companion. You didn't even know them. You can't be you say that stuff. So uh, that look, dude, I'm a genuine kind of person. Be who I am. <laughs> when did you but start? You that? Hate one them, thing said, though, McCormick was the one that would like, let's go sit over here. I'm like, dude, our whole district sitting together, like right there. He's like, yeah, that's cool. I'm just going to sit right here. I was like, let's go over there, dude. So. And then he'd run away from McCormick, huh? Yeah. McCormick was a legend, dude. I've never yeah, heard of him. Let, let the record show McCormick was a legend. I love McCormick. He is a legend. He is, Thank you. He, he could be dead, dude. Dude, Pull he's not out from corner. He's alive and well. Him and his girl be posting on Insta like they're. Like, that girl, I, I almost killed him twice. Yeah, I actually, I almost killed McCormick twice. So like, I almost ran him over twice. And he survived, bro. What, Two separate what occasions. Kill him. He's got a mean. He's got a mean volleyball serve. Um, <laughs> and shoes. Yeah. About it. Anyways, not to get not to get too much down that that hole there. Had a great time in uh in Africa, just off the coast of Africa, actually. And uh, then roommates as well when we came home. And, yeah, rest is history. And now we're then, here. Then yeah. I met this guy, Groberg, on the, <laughs> the pickleball courts in Spanish Fork. Was that the first? That's the first time we met, huh? Yeah. Honestly, I thought he was going to be trash at pickleball. <laughs> and he showed us all up. Like, probably one of the most athletic kids I've ever met. And you would never expect it. To be I completely that's, frank, that's like a backhanded compliment. Like for like, sure, but it's true. Like, like, no, like I, that's just the, that's just the truth of the matter. Like I think they could both agree with me. And I'm not. You look like you could barely get off the couch, but <laughs> not 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 like that. You look like, like you'd that. be part of the Crips if you know. <laughs> I'm just saying he's legit. One of the most athletic kids I've ever I appreciate met. Appreciate that. I think that was a compliment. Here's it, the thing too: is he's like like not only are you athletic, but there's like niche sports that you happen to be extremely good at those are like we're not those talking usually just tend to be good. the ones that i'm only the only ones Eat. i'm good at we're not talking like good and can like hang with the boys we're talking like he's skunking you every time good like some of these sports we're talking about is cornhole pickleball <laughs> spike ball uh pickleball probably croquet are you good at croquet you might be good at he croquet probably plays polo my grandma too. had a croquet yeah. set we play with my cousins i i did catch a cu- couple dubs yeah on like a sunday saying, afternoon cricket i never even played cricket can but I bet jam. you're good at that. Can jam, yeah, probably good. Yeah, you are Horse freaking shoes. good at ultimate frisbee too. This is making me feel uncomfortable, but skiing. I'm not the best at skiing. That's not even close. But you're super good at skiing. And skiing is kind of a niche thing. Skiing is. But yeah, what else? What else do you want to know? Quick intro here. 
Let's see. Hmm. You're from Murray. Born and raised Murray, Utah. Kind of ghetto up there. It, it, it actually is. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm but not even. I'm not nice. gonna fight that. My neighborhood's. I yeah. Oh, it's nice. Dude. Did you grow you're up in the same neighborhood that nice like the house we've been to when we went to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Parents, it's a way nice yeah. neighborhood. Built yeah. that house right before I was born. Eight of nine kids, so fantastic had to family. Find, had to find somewhere to fit them all. Honestly, fantastic family. Shout out Isaac too. Shout out Isaac. Just Love Isaac. Isaac. Papa Isaac Hunt, brother Hunter, legend. Shout out Jeff. Yeah. Shout out Stephen. Stephen. I think I've met Jeff. List goes on. Brad. Maybe I met Mike, too. I think he came to BYU with his wife and kids one That was time. Brad. That was Brad. Oh, was that Brad? Yeah, yeah. Shout out Brad. Shout out Brad. F Mike. I don't know Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's probably cool. And, he's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. You have two adopted siblings. Right? We got two adopted siblings, Dimitri yeah, and D- Anastasia. Anastasia. If you've ever seen the, the um, Pixar, Disney, I don't know. There's an animated film called Anastasia, and her brother's yeah. Dimitri. Or so, maybe it's the prince. Or I don't boyfriend, know. I think. Boyfriend. Boyfriend. Maybe, I don't know. But in real life, my sister, her brother's name's Dimitri. Are they like biological brother and sister? They're half. They got okay. the same mother. Do they grow up with each other in Ukraine or Russia? Are they from Ukraine, Russia? Ukraine, yeah. They speak Russian from Ukraine, from Sumi, Ukraine. Um, poor one out for their orphanage. Putin straight up bombed that shiz. Oh, for real? Straight really? up. Really? Like their orphanage just got ex- blown up. How like, old were it they? It doesn't exist. When they came here? They were 11 and 13. I was 10. Wow. It's quite the experience. So you and Dima were real wild. close in age. Real close in age. Yeah. So what was that like? Real close in friendship sometimes. Yeah. It's pretty off and on relationship, to be completely honest. Where is he at? kind of like the... He's in the backwoods of Tennessee currently. The backwoods? He found his dead body the other day. For real? Dead body in the backwoods, Tennessee. Was, was there like foul play involved or just some old hit? Yeah, he is some guy that <laughs> had like China. raped a, a girl, and so Dima's hypothesis is that the parents of or someone tracked this homie down and shot him. And oh, so, so he was shot. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. Like he loves fishing, so he's just always out. Like he just works, goes to the bars, and fishes all day. And uh, he was out fishing one day, smelled something horrible as he got closer. I've got a video of it. Of dead the body. body. Yeah, no looks like, way. Looks like a zombie. He sent you a video of the dead body. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do I want to see it? Yeah, I'll pull it up. Oh my gosh, dude! I saw I saw a lot of dead bodies in Madagascar. I'm not gonna lie. But I did you see like dead rotting bodies. zombie dead bodies? Not human bodies. One time, one time after uh, Christmas in Tomatov, every person on the street I thought was a zombie. There were people <laughs> passed out everywhere. I saw zombies, but they were <laughs> they were just high on like the craziest stuff you could imagine. Just yeah. like paint thinner and stuff, time. just like sniffing that crap. Did it? Did it start off roughly with Dima originally? Like when he first came over, or were you guys like cool? What? Where did it go? Like, where do you think it all started? Where you're like, like man, I want to punch this kid in the face. <laughs> yeah, and then I did actually. No way. Yeah, we used to fight every night. Actually, I've never punched anyone. He's like, like your for age reals, exactly. except for him. He's a year older. He's a year okay. older, year and a half older than me. A grade older though. Yeah. So he came over, he didn't know English, and, like, we were pretty close. Like, he straight up caught a fish with his bare hand, like Smeagol, in the river. And ate like, it. He didn't eat it, oh. but <laughs> I've never seen something so crazy in my life. I've never seen that. Yeah, like, it, it's wild. Little, I was just along Jordan River with this little Russian kid that doesn't know English, and here he is snatching fish out of the water with his bare hand. At what yeah. age? 
He was 11 years old. Oh, my god! He didn't gosh. speak English. That's freaking savage. Yeah. I so I was, like, trying to take Rosetta Ukraine. Stone, you know, trying to learn his language, trying to, like, chat. I learned a couple things, learned some bad words. I could still remember airplane, dog, some random stuff. Strasvica. Yeah, hello, right? Strasvidania. Yeah. I just know that. Strasvidania. See you later. yet. Hello. Anyways. Yeah, then... I don't know what happened. We we're honestly off and on. We'd like be best friends. And then for a while there, we shared a room in the basement and he, I, I'm like a super chill, calm person. Like I couldn't tell you the last time I was like actually angry. Right. But for some reason he knew how to get me every time he could push my buttons. That American do. blood in you, dude. Brothers do, dude. And then, but you even know, more he, than he like, grew up in the orphanage, brothers. dude, survival. This kid knew how to fight. He fought dirty. Knew how to make a shank, and it, it, <laughs> he knew how to make a shank. Usually, usually, what really would tip my hat is when he'd spit on me. He would. Sp- oh, that was the breaking point. Yeah, that that's like yeah, I feel that's like, like that next would be level. A, a decent, know? yeah, justifiable breaking point. So that's what broke me at Powell with Wyatt. He spit on. Oh, you. Is that, is, are we bringing that story up? No, we're not going to talk. Okay, about okay. okay. He spit <laughs> on you. Hey, we can. Uh, okay, yeah. Dang. Off the record, but it, all it takes is one f bomb for Christian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've kept that chained my whole life, but uh, let's go. You never said that for I never actually. Dude, I don't. I've never it, cussed. Say it right now. No, <laughs> never, I know he's never cussed. I can testify that. I, if the day I ever, I know I'll never hear him cuss. But if I ever did, it would shatter everything I know to be true. I'd say <laughs> it would F- shake my testimony. Your testimony would be. <laughs> the F bomb's unchanged for me when I'm alone in my car. I'll be honest. I don't know why. Like I don't, I don't swear in front of people, but like when I'm alone, dude, it's unchained. Nothing's chaining that thing up. Just the That's slightest, respect, the slightest hey. inconvenience just causes, <laughs> just causes me to unchain it. Dude. In my life, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, when nothing you're alone in the car, that. dude, it doesn't count. But then, yeah, so we went through a little rough patch there. Um, other things like happened that probably don't want to call my brother out for but just some some crazy stuff um i had a deadbolt on my bedroom door for a while so just to protect my things mostly not me yeah not my personal danger just my physical things but we're chill now you know we chat every now and again not that often to be honest with you but he's in a much better place he's doing well Good, Good for him. Dima, dude. He's, I love the kid. Dima, that's his name? Dima. Yeah, Dima. You yeah. still see Anastasia quite a bit, right? Yeah. She's still pretty close. She's to got yeah, kids, yeah. too. She's got one kid. One I have kid. one. Yeah. And her husband's a uh, pilot. He's a pilot. Does she yeah. live in Utah? Uh, no, they live in Texas. They just moved to Texas. Oh. So. Way cool. Yeah, dude. Wild. I remember uh, in the MTC, the Russians, they loved us because Preston knew. Strasvica and other things. Oh, you have the video pulled up? Here's the video. Strasvica. I think I think on Spotify you can – I was watching a podcast the other day and there's a video attached. So we might be able to get this out there oh for y'all. Oh, my gosh. That straight up is a zombie. I can't really see. Let me see. Oh, yeah, I couldn't Yeah, tell we need a reaction the... video from Groberg here. Jeez, man. What okay, is... Groberg, just click play. Let's see his face. Let's watch Groberg's reaction. <laughs> yeah. Oh my! It looks like did its head roll over, bro? Yeah, Dang, its eyes were like the head, like sockets yeah. were all eaten out or something. It's crazy. That's so. Gross. Anyways, love my family. Great people. 
I don't want to ever live in Tennessee, I'll be honest. Bro. Is that where Theo Vaughn's from? Uh, Somewhere I'm not sure. There. Yeah. I don't or like Arkansas there. or something. Well, dude, we had the listeners uh, ask some questions that they wanted you to answer, and I assume all of us will answer as well. Fire away. Yeah, we'll discuss them. You want to start, Grover? Uh, with the question? Yeah. Um, I like the Connor Beardall's question, what do you consider the sexiest animal on the planet? Am I first? Yeah, yeah go, ahead, go first. I got. Okay. Um. this is a tough one. I've never actually put a lot of thought into this question. <laughs> I, I can. Right I can. Uh, I can like say with some confidence. I know. You know, right pretty proud right. of that. I. I don't want to switch the the question here, but the first thing that's come to my mind. I don't know if I'd go with sexy, but more like majestic. Is is a male lion. Okay. That's freaking good. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say my my animal's a male peacock. <laughs> you guys uh, think the sexiest animals are male versions of things? You couldn't even just say a lion or a peacock. You had to specify that it was a male. I, I was yeah, gonna the girl say, peacocks don't have the feathers. Oh. Have you ever and the female lions don't have a mane. Yeah, what's bro? wrong with you, bro? You ever what's watch animal I realize there's a difference. I'm just saying. The both the animals. Oh, sorry, you homophobic. Yeah, that's nothing wrong with nothing is wrong that, with that. Is that is that what's going on here? <laughs> okay. Nothing okay. wrong with being gay. Just no, it's hey, not appreciated hey, by you. I might have forgot to say it, but hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's what I meant. But it was just, yeah, just caught me off guard. Dang. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Right. What do you got then, Grover? What's your, what's the yeah, sexiest what animal? Uh, two two animals came to mind right off the bat. Uh, one is a fox. A male fox. No, probably like a female. Okay. But I mean, that's literally a word for sexy. Like right. if someone's foxy, right. so that that I think that's a cop out. It's got that going for it. You don't yeah, think fox are bro. like they're, they're? I think it has. They're to like be a pretty male sexy. <laughs> and then yeah, the, uh, I would say a jaguar. Or like a leopard of some sort. Yeah, I was gonna say Lola cheetah. Bunny. Yeah, cheetah. Yeah, that's now that's a talking. specific character. Now you we're could talking, say bunny. Honestly. Yeah, bunny. Why bunny. didn't I think of bunny? Dang, that's bunnies so are bunny, sexy. Bunny's that's good. not that's not gay. Like, bunnies are cute. Male peacock. Yo, Jeez. no, wrong. Even cocks in the word. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> oh, jeez. But there's nothing wrong. I wasn't wrong. gonna there's go there. Honestly, I wasn't gonna go. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Let it be said. Let it be known. All right. Next. Well, you didn't answer. Oh, cheetah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cheetah's a good one. That's pretty good. Fe- me- female or male? Male cheetah. Yeah. Thanks for the <laughs> clarification there. What do you got to say to that? They've got a mane. Hey. What do you got to say? There's nothing wrong with that. Mane. This is literally, like, I shouldn't have, I, I acted surprised just for the content. Like, I know, like, you guys are into that stuff, so that's Yeah, fine. we're here yeah. for the content, honestly. Yeah. Who isn't? Stuff. Yeah. Okay, who wants to ask the next question? Whichever one you want to answer. I don't even have the list in front of me. I like the, so Peyton Pond from Mapleton, Utah. You know, he's a viewer. Shout he, out Peyton. Yeah, shout out Peyton. He asked a question. He said, would you rather be locked in a cage with a horse or a shark? Okay. But obviously the shark is in the water and the horse is on land. However, they are both bloodthirsty. Okay. I've thought about this. I've had my answer. What do you guys okay. think? Go first. Yeah, you go first. And then I got to, then I want to flip this one on the head as well. Okay. So the question I'm assuming. He's like, pulling out his phone. I'm just. <laughs> he's he's got some stats here. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> 
more people die. A six hundred pound <laughs> horse. Are you kidding me right now? He didn't specify. He didn't specify. <laughs> glasses are out too. Are we talking <laughs> male horse with a giant horse? <laughs> Define he's bloodthirsty. Blood th- he's bloodthirsty. <laughs> he's not horny. He's bloodthirsty. So, like, we're assuming like this is the way you're gonna die. Yeah. Oh, so you're assuming you're you're dead in this well, case? Which, which one do you gonna, have a better chance of surviving? You I'm don't even die. have faith in yourself here? I, I mean, think you're dead either no way. One's, no one's getting divorced. <laughs> no one's beaten what a shark. Ra- what would you rather <laughs> be killed by? Yeah. That's or who question. do you think have the best chance? To, like, I'm, I'm, I'm punch, taking the shark, punch dude, the shark for sure. No. I'm in the same boat. I'm taking the shark. Really? Yeah, I want to be quick. A shark is way more lethal. Think about what a bloodthirsty shark looks like. Bruce from Nemo. They they barely got away with their skin. And that one, dude, he was ripping through a That's submarine. He's like, oh, I've fished it all. Oh that's that's an animal right there. I'm really sorry. He really is a nice guy. Oh, nice guy. <laughs> what do you think? About I've never it? seen a bloodthirsty horse though. A, a shark is I so much either, more lethal honest. than a horse. That That'll tear you to shreds in you know. Fifteen minutes, you're still gonna be alive. <laughs> yeah, just stomped on. on. Yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah. horse. That was that was me at the Bob concert last week. I've I've seen people <laughs> no ACL just getting stomped on. I've I've seen people literally ride a horse that was bloodthirsty, and they have a sport about it. Uh, the rodeo and jousting too. Oh yeah, and Look, and the rodeo. <laughs> did did humans ever dominate sharks at any point in history? No, they dominated horses. They were our the Japanese. Bitches, bro. The Japanese have been They're doing the job dominating. They were our sharks. freaking slaves, bro. The horses. Shark fin soup, Japanese, Chinese, they've been obliterating sharks by the thousands. True, but like, yeah. we have to kill them from afar. We can't like dominate them and ride them, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I think I have a more interesting question here, though. Not that that one's not. <laughs> can we can we flip that and say that you're fighting a bloodthirsty shark on land in a cage and the horse is in the water? Oh, I'm taking the shark on land. But like, but they're mobile. Like, the shark... Can, like, can, yeah, like he can survive <laughs> on land, and the horse can also like move and survive in the water. Maybe not full capacity as like they would on land, but like like a shark would move like an alligator. Let's, let's say. say the shark. Oh, I'm taking the horse in that case. <laughs> the shark's got legs like a corgi, like just stubby <laughs> short legs. I'm taking the shark. Yeah, he can't turn very fast, but he can run straight <laughs> at like 20 miles an hour. Jeez, I like that. That's honestly, a great question. honestly. Bloodthirsty shark is literally just a shark. It's just and a, shark. A, whore, a bloodthirsty horse is like something that would never exist, unless you like gave horse like like fifty pounds of like bath salts or something like that. It's true. Or like ho- nose torque. <laughs> a shark on nose torque. <laughs> I'm not messing with that, to be honest. Because lit- listen, b- blood is literally nose torque for nose sharks. Because they're always bloodthirsty, bro. Not always, dude. When I was in Tahiti, we went, we went, we went, we didn't go cage diving. We went diving and swimming with sharks. And the guide assured us, okay, he knew what he was doing. He was a marine biologist, I think. I didn't see any. <laughs> I didn't see any verification. I didn't see any record. Charged an extra fifty dollars for that. But he assured us that the sharks we were swimming with were not bloodthirsty unless we looked like a wounded animal. Then they would come. <laughs> so after if us. you show them blood, That's then they get thirsty for it. Yeah. So the question is, <laughs> be in a cage with a shark. And right before we put you in the cage, we break both of your legs. <laughs> or we just slit look, you. I'm planning on dying either way. I don't need my legs broke. I don't give in. I'll say, look, I'll 
I'll just Enya will be playing as I go into the cage. I feel like you could kill. A sh- I feel like <laughs> into the cage. Couldn't you like you could like punch the shark in the nose and like just thank you. That's a stab thing. your arm into its gill and like just then it's suffocate or something. Yeah, yeah. You could also do. the I same I like that thing you assumed it's a, a woman shark. Do only women have gills? I don't think so. I don't know. But what do you mean? I, what did I assume about it being that a you could take a woman shark down easier than a male shark? <laughs> It's kind of messed up, Jake, dude. So I assume All it's Jake and you're sexist, so I guess pick which one you want to cancel out of us. Cancel them both. <laughs> All right. Next question. Okay, there's one. You know, in this one, you answer honestly, okay? We won't ask for details. No stories. Have you ever walked in on your parents? Hunter, <laughs> you go first. I I can confidently say no, and thank goodness. I don't know if I could ever recover, recover from that. I'll never financially recover from this. Uh, yeah, I no, like being straight up, like jokes aside, I don't know if I could recover from that. So, thankfully, I have not. Robert, I haven't. No. Water. He told us this story once. Go ahead. I have not. <laughs> you said no stories, no details. All right, Blotter, We know it's still. No, it's still I also have never walked in. Yeah. On my parents. I've heard it, but. I don't have parents. He's an orphan. Yeah. Putin bombed his orphanage. But, like, would would you rather walk in on your parents or your neighbors upstairs is the real question. <laughs> My neighbors, neighbors upstairs. upstairs. My neighbors upstairs. I've, basically, I've already, the sounds. Like, it's pretty graphic. I've heard okay. it. Like, sorry, sorry to go there. I've heard it at least there. three let's, times. Let's move on. Let's move on. It doesn't keep me up at night. Last it's night. actively going. Yeah, last All night. All right. Last let, night let, let's it. move on. I yeah. think Robert at this point is so used to it that if he doesn't hear it, he can't fall asleep. It's like his white noise at this point. It's a lullaby. <laughs> if, if it's not going, he shoots a text and, like, <laughs> he turns his Wi-Fi back on but I so that they can access. <laughs> I haven't noticed. Like, I didn't notice that's what was keeping me up. But as soon as, like, I start hearing that, it just puts me right to sleep. It's like a lullaby. <laughs> yeah. Dude. It's calming. It and there's, like, kind of, like, a calming vibration coming from the ceiling. <laughs> you just see your it's light like shaking. Stop. Kind of rocks me Stop it. Sleep. Kind of like a strobe light. The light's just twitching on and off, flickering on and off. Oh, my gosh. All right, what's next on those, the list? Those are the questions. I'm not sure. Yeah, those are the questions. Adam wants to know how far have you gone. That's a kind of an ambiguous question. What does that mean? Like, I've walked. I think he means sexually. No, that's not necessarily what he means. I just, let's just assume that's what he means. I don't want to answer that question. Because he could be talking about how far we've walked. The furthest I've ever walked is in Chicago. Oh, Oh, true. Tell us about this. Well, dude, one time I was in Chicago with the boys. It's actually you three. Oh, no way. Yeah. We we planned to... It's weird because I was also in Chicago with you three at one point. Yeah, no, this is the same trip. Oh, word? Yeah, so we... I don't even know how it got planned. I think Preston brought it up. I think Preston shot us a text like, boys, let's go to Chicago. And like that week, we bought tickets. You know, I wish I could take credit, but it was it was all blotter. Oh, was it blot? We were, well, I, I we were supposed know. to go to Madagascar. That and, is what yeah, and, and COVID yeah. hit, and so really blotter said, "All right, where's the next cheapest place we can find right now?" It and Chicago. It and turned out to be was. Chicago. Chirac. 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 Ukrainian village. Chirac. Ukraine. Shout out Ukraine. Pushing back. We were here. We were hearing gunfire at night. It was terrifying. True. There was uh, explicit videos in Ukraine, in Russian. We watched Jerry Springer in Ukraine, in <laughs> Russian. 
Yeah. Is it Ukrainian language? We maybe? watched the uh, Judge Judy or something like that. Yeah, we watched Judge Judy. It was Judy. Airbnb. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it was, it like was the, you are the father. Yeah, you are trying to figure out who the father like, was. Oh, my gosh. That shook Wolf's entire... Yeah, Wolf was shook. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It was hot as crap. There's no AC except in Preston's room. Dude, and we were yeah, just I finessed these three pretty swamped hard. out in that room. Were me and you sleeping together in the freaking bunk? I was bunk, literally yeah. sleeping in the bed. Because we told Blot, like, dude. Oh, yeah. No, he was just in the, the bed, next, the bed to next to us. But we were in the yeah. bunk. Yeah. And then was Preston, I top bunk? I don't remember. I think, I think I was. I don't remember. But anyways, going back to how this trip got started, Blot said, let's go, let's go hit up somewhere we've never been before. Chicago got tossed around. Immediately, I was shook to my core because I've heard stories of Chicago. Uh, I've my my family has called it Chirac since the time I was a little boy, uh, and anything that has Iraq in it, I want nothing to do with. <laughs> but I gave it a chance. I did give it a chance, and uh, it was one of the funnest trips I've been on. Anyways, a lot of walking, a lot of walking. Lot it looked walking. like Gotham. Do you remember that when we first pulled into? It, true. Chicago? It's because it is Gotham Walker. Is that where is that where Dark Knight was filmed? Yeah, a lot of sense. it was filmed there. I thought it was filmed. Yeah, there. Remember, like, yeah, yeah the, the scene where they like drive too, when, but like the under the Bruce Wayne's yeah, driving we were, his Lambo we on that oh, road, yeah. and they yeah. crash into the, he crashes in that's under the bridge, dude. Yeah, we were there. Or under the, like the tra- train. We were there. So Honestly, Chicago has some of the best. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say Chicago has some of the bests. You know, I think it has the best pizza I've ever had. Oh yeah, has the best ice cream I've ever had. Hands mm-hmm. down, the best burger I've That's ever had. True. The Hands best, down, the best professional baseball game for the you know the bang for your buck. True, that, that was the best. We deal stole ever. from the Chicago White Sox. Yeah, the White actually. Sox suck so bad they paid us. To go to the <laughs> they game. paid us to go to the game. <laughs> they gave us a free meal and like they gave us a free behind meal behind the home plate. Freaking, seats. and we we're behind home plate and we, we paid like fifteen it. bucks. Yeah, they paid us to to watch them hit the A's pitcher in the face. Oh, true. and if that like was just our meal. That was the cheapest meal of the entire trip. Yeah, we got the meal for 15 bucks. plus we got to watch the ace pitcher get a line drive right to the face. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about he that. He had a cleft lip after that. Yeah. I think Pulling my out for him. favorite part of that trip, it was all cool, might have been uh, Six Flags. Six, oh, Flags Six Flags was sick. Preston, what do you remember? My, my favorite part, and now my favorite tradition at theme parks to this day... <laughs> Is to fake pass out. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. I, I don't that. know if I've ever laughed so hard that in my was life. Hilarious. And uh, I went. I was in San Diego this summer with my family, and we went to uh, went to SeaWorld. And they've got they've actually got some pretty cool. They've got two pretty nice roller coasters there. Believe it or not, at SeaWorld, do they still yeah. have killer whales? They do. Yeah, we we saw the show. You yes. can't cancel SeaWorld. Orcas, yeah, we've tried. We've tried. They've tried. It's the one tried. thing that They're can't be canceled. Good. That and Robert Downey Jr. for his part in uh, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Tropic I don't know Thunder. how he hasn't been canceled for that. And South Park. And he, South Park. He, but these canceled? things don't Iron age Man well, but people. they survive. Orcas age well. Yeah, they do. Because they could be 100 years old. Nobody knows. Yeah, and incredible animals. But anyways, so I'm riding it with my, my sister-in-law and my brother and my nieces and nephews. And... Every time I, I made sure to sit next to someone new as we went down these roller coasters <laughs> and and you start freaking out and screaming, telling them you're going to pass out and then you go on just to go pass away. out and you just go limp <laughs> and you just let your body flail everywhere and it freaks them out. And by the end, by the end, by the end of the, the, the ride, they're 
they're actually seriously concerned that something's wrong. And then you come to and you're just busting up laughing. I almost forgot and I'll never that. forget that. That was so honestly. funny. I will say, though, the Superman ride honestly almost put me out. Like I was laughing off. so hard that I could not breathe, Oh, dude. yeah. And, and the G-force that we felt. Oh, yeah. the first drop as you, like, twist. Your head first going towards the ground, right? You're supposed to be like a Superman, right? So you fly. You know how Superman flies arms in front of his head, legs behind. It lifts you up like that. On that first dip, dude, I, as soon as we're coming up, I honestly almost went out. I probably oh, yeah. blacked out for a second, honestly. Yeah, like, for real. Like, it was like... It was at the point where, like, I'm laughing hard enough where it's, like, hard to breathe. My stomach hurts. Your head first. And then we, then you hit the G-forces, and I, like, my vision went, like, blurry for a second. I was like, I almost just passed out right there. And then it made me laugh even harder. My my other core memory was when Walker spotted a fellow member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> standing in line. Standing in line, because you could totally see his garments through the sweat and whatnot and you can just usually tell you know yeah they're friendly people yeah they're friendly people and garments are pretty easy to spot like let's all be honest yeah and so walker proceeds to act like he knows the guy has no idea who he is and gets this guy guessing for days like how walker knows him didn't know him just just kept making up stories (laughs) just just knew he was a member of the church did he eventually admit it though i don't know i honestly don't remember what i don't remember either but I think I just remember that he was just confused out of his mind. And Walker's just playing games. Just kept name like do I know just kept name Adam dropping. maybe yeah. or Jack? I don't remember. I'll be honest, I don't remember that part. I remember the guy. He was in line of Superman. No, I remember. Superman, I remember yeah. the guy in line. I don't remember talking to him though. Yeah, I do remember that. Wow, I wonder if he eventually made it. It's a great trip. Do you dish pizza. Remember the guy in the wheelchair? As soon as the oh, YMCA yeah. came on, <laughs> We haven't got out of that, the wheelchair. We, <laughs> yeah, we have like, a video of that. This dude was chilling in a wheelchair. He's begging. He's, he's panhandling. Asking for money. And someone's playing music outside of the restaurant. YMCA, was it, no, it was the Macarena. It was, it was the Macarena. Macarena. It was the Macarena. Dude, the Macarena no. starts playing. This man, his legs, he, the freaking Macarena healed him, bro. He stands up and he's dancing. I'm not talking like he can dancing. stand. He was dancing, bro. And I don't mean like this guy was faking because he was clearly crippled. He was busting a move, dude. I literally think we saw a miracle. The Macarena heals broken bones. Music is powerful. And contrite spirits. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Do it, Gobert. Come on. We all know you're a great dancer, Gobert. Just do it. Do the Macarena. Oh, yeah. There's so much background noise in that. Dude, it was crazy. If... If Preston wants to go skiing this year with his torn ACL, if he plays the Macarena in his helmet, he could do it. I I I I could bear testimony to that. <laughs> the Macarena is equivalent to Vecna when you get you know if you're crippled, yeah. you get brought. That to man's lair. song would be yeah. If he got possessed by Vecna, it'd be the Macarena, dude. That would bring him back. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. What else? What else was fun on that trip, dude? Well, I still don't think we've uh, settled the debate of. If Illuminati's is better, or sure. George, that place called? Oh, Georgiano, I thought Giordano's was... or Illuminati's. Which one did we get the little ones at? Illuminati's, Illuminati's was we went first. Illuminati's first. Okay, the other one Gior- was better. Giordano's. I like the bigger yeah, pizza. I think better. that's what me and Wolf say. Then, but you, I think I was Illuminati's. YouTube will say I can't the remember. Thing, the but thing it was is, two is I didn't two. have like just pepperoni at Illuminati's. I had like a garlic like. It was a different. So it, it wasn't a fair. It, it wasn't a fair. It was fight. a different type of pizza that I liked better than just regular pepperoni. It was, but okay. Yeah, so, so like, it was similar to like. Christian I enjoyed that pizza Stromberg. better, but like, yeah, not a fair fight. <laughs> One yeah. thing we can all agree on though is Jenny's is 
Oh my gosh. What was it? Honey butter? Is S tier. Butter, 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 gooey butter, gooey butter cake. Yeah. S tier for sure. I had Jenny's in San Diego. We were there for like, what, three, four days? In Chicago? Yeah. I think we were there five days. Five days? Something like that. Okay. And we had Jenny's. I think we had Jenny's like eight times. Eight three times. times a day. Yeah, like once, once we had it like on the third, once second day or it. something like that. We had it like twice a day from then on. Shout out to James Wall Jasper for the regs. Yeah. Whoever gave you the recommendations killed yeah, it's my boy yeah. Jimbo. Yeah. Go Jimbo. Yeah, 1-800-Jimbo. I remember we went, caught our flight at like three in the afternoon. And we went and got Jenny's twice. before. Yeah. We got it twice that day. We went for like breakfast. <laughs> and then we like went, walked around to the, this other place. And then we went back to Jenny's right before the airport. We're like, should we get Jenny's one more time? So good. Do you remember those guys that freaking swindled the street performers? They swindled everybody. They're like, okay. Oh, this yeah. This guy's going to do something you've never seen before. He's going to jump eight but people. They like, but you all have to pay first. And then everyone's paying. And then as soon as they pay, they're like, okay, our guy that jumps the people, he's actually not here. We have this other dude do this normal ass break, backflip. Back, like break dance move, dude. And like, then he didn't even do it. Yeah, like he did like he something even a couple it. times. It was, but he kept messing up. And yeah, it was, it was impressive. Some dude out I was of like, like Romania. We but he there, he we had already yeah, done like, that like four Romania. times. Yeah, they're like, we we got this guy shipped straight out of Romania. I'm like, <laughs> it's the best break dance in the world. Only three people in the world could do this move, and he's not one of them because we watched him for 20 minutes try to do it. <laughs> but like, we stood there for like 45 minutes probably waiting for them to do this. Honestly, yeah. though, hats off to them, huh? I mean, they sw- they played us. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I didn't pay though. We might, they might not have returning customers from that group, but they, they'll get another group of 100 people tricked. I'll never be back in Chicago again. They don't need to get me to return. Right, exactly. I thought That's the, called business. The, the, national, was it the National History Museum? No, the Art Museum. Art Museum we went to the National yeah. History Museum, too. Yeah. A lot of walking there. The Art Museum was better. Yeah. Except we, the, chimp, the, the, the chimpanzee exhibit. exhibit. Remember we learned how to speak like a chimp? Oh yeah! <laughs> I wish we. I, I don't the think Jane we ever. Goodall. Re- it was the Jane Goodall. Yeah, the Jane Goodall. Jane Goodall. But they were like, Jim. we never recorded that. We should have taken a video of that. Yeah. That was the. It was like thing. there's one that's like to alert alert for danger. <laughs> yeah, like when you when a chimp when sees they a see snake, a snake, there yeah, was a specific yeah. one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there was like there was so many specific ones, and then it would listen to you and like tell and you if you like give you a check mark or if like you spoke down. it right, and if you was speaking that chimp. And they wouldn't let it's us almost leave like, It was write. almost like Dance Dance Revolution. It like, was. If you it's had to good, match. great, excellent. Or, it was like a... Walker and Groberg were excellent. Dude. They nailed it. That interaction it, had four full-grown men. It was for kids. <laughs> it was for like kids. Chimpanzees. We were pushing kids for out probably 45 minutes straight. <laughs> the kids like, can we get a chance? <laughs> <laughs> like, get out of the way. I haven't passed off the snake bite yet. <laughs> yeah, one was that they, they got bit by a snake. Yeah, there was like... Then there was one that was like... <gasps> Uh, it was like saying hello or something. Yeah. I don't remember. There was so many. There was like five different ones. But I remember. Uh, Thanks to Jim. It was God. like a rock band where you had to like match the level, like uh, the pitch and all this stuff. It was weird. They, it's kind of savage had, too. They had like security guards there. They wouldn't let you leave unless somebody in the group passed off all of them. Yeah. So like, we, we took it upon ourselves they're to like, do that. Can you? They're like, can you speak like a chimp? And you're like, yeah. And <laughs> they're like, all right, show us, say hello. <laughs> like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, you just saw a snake. Pop <laughs> quiz. <laughs> you you try to catch a mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! That's curious. <laughs> That's curious, George. Ooh. 
You know, Curious George, dude. I haven't seen that movie in forever. What a weird movie. <laughs> I've never seen the movie. I don't movie. think I've ever seen that movie. Well, I used to read the books or watch the TV show. TV yeah, they, they shouldn't have made a movie out of it. Weird movie. So why'd you uh, go and break your knee, bro? Yeah, I wish there was a great story to this, like I was doing a backflip or... Fighting a Fighting a, a nun. That'd be great story. Dude. Uh, I, I elect not to share that story on this podcast. Okay. But... Yeah, if you meet fighting me the nun? in private. Yeah, we we can talk about okay. that one later. Yeah, Barcelona, crazy stuff. Um, yeah, I just was out, you know, playing intramurals. Really embarrassing. Happened in the IPF, right the here IPF. in Provo, the indoor practice facility. <clears throat> Someone just and like we weren't even good, honestly. Uh, right here in Provo, like where the football team practices. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was Someone playing just soccer there. You, megged you right and just. No, 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 not that bad. Come on. He's walking Respect me a little bit. Yeah. No, we were just playing. We honestly, like, our team sucked, to be quite honest. And uh, I don't know what happened. All I know is later, we played a game later that night. My knee hurt like hell. Never had that much pain before. Um, Called my dad. He said, lay off it for a little bit. So I did for three weeks. I played again, felt fine. I even skied a couple times, torn ACL. That's crazy. Went off those jumps at Brighton. So is the risk of doing that just blowing out your knee completely? Yeah, basically? I think so. From what I've been told. There's other there's other like tendons in the yeah, knee. You got, too. Yeah, they yeah. were like you could F up like the MCL, the L C L, your meniscus, I could be whatever. Anyways. Yeah. Eventually I go to PT, two different therapists tell me it's not torn. No, nice. no, like scans yet. No scans, just the Lockman test. They say it's not torn, so great work what's, there. What's the Lockman's test? It's where they like, like bend your, they like take your knee and your your calf, like your quad, and then your calf, and then they like go like that against each other. Like how much resistance? Like shift you can, it, yeah. and if it's torn, because your ACL is keeping it like together. Wait, how do they shift it? So like literally, like your knee and yeah, your shin and your quad are like going like this. And they could just, they were just wrangling the shiz out of my, my leg. I thought it was, it looked like Harry Potter. Or is it Ron Weasley? Or Harry that gets like the busted arm? Oh, yeah, know what I'm talking Potter, about. I think. Oh, the spell. They take his, his bones out like, or whatever? Yeah, like the bones just like, yeah. yeah, that's how I felt. Anyways, they told me it's not torn. So I go about doing my thing. Month later, still hurts like hell. So I get an MRI. Sure enough, full tear. And, uh, were your other tendons just too strong that that's what was causing them to not fail the Lockman's test? I don't know. Bad PTs, I guess. Because yeah. when the, the surgeon and the the other sports med doc did it, they're like, oh, yeah, it's torn. Surgery for sure. Jeez. I mean, to give my PT credit, she went rock climbing the day before. She said her arms were a little sore. So. And rock climbers like to smoke dope. So. And she was maybe a girl, she was high so. too. Yeah. And Groberg sexes. But <laughs> um anyways, so waited till after the summer so I could still sail this summer and have somewhat of a good time. And then you did. got surgery, got my perks, sold them. To Groberg. Made a ton of money, actually. Ripped Groberg off. Ripped him off. Dude, this makes me think of a joke. You wanna hear it real quick? Yeah. Please. It's like a riddle, actually. Okay. It's quick. Um so a dad and their son, they're in the car driving. They get in a car crash. 
the dad dies, right? And the son is like injured super bad. He goes to the hospital and in the ER, the surgeon gets there and says, I can't operate on this kid. I can't operate on my son. How is that possible? Because the doctor is a woman. It's the mother of the son. Hey, hey, a lot of people don't get that. A lot of people are like, Big oh, it's gay dad. People say gay dad, bro. That's the number one yeah, answer. People I just get. think women shouldn't be doctors, lawyers. That's what that's CEOs, that's the point I was trying to prove. Society's but, messed up. But CIOs, Hunter's chefs, he's quick with it. He's sharp, bro. I'm quick. He's woke AF, bro. I'm woke. Managers of hotels. I'm a sociology grade, minor. Third grade teacher. <laughs> we talk about this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> We're aware of this stuff. We aware, bro. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Even at BYU, we still talk about that stuff. I, if you would have let them answer, I guarantee they yeah, would have said something like gay dad. I jumped straight to the to the yeah because like women shouldn't work par- probably unless they're working at like a zoo or maybe an aquarium <laughs> zoo? or manage like a local hotel yeah like receptionist um i just need to go on record that i don't support what's being said <laughs> I, just I don't either just i just that just needs to be out there i actually prefer women doctors i do too one t- never mind we're not gonna go on that story <laughs> Women, I know exactly like, what you're going to yeah, say. Yeah. When you get a physical. Boot can if you want what? to. But. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's let's uh, let's let Preston tell, tell. He's got a couple stories I think he wants to tell. Yeah. What do the what do the hosts want to hear? What's going to get your rating? So. Yeah, which one? Did you, you said you wanted to hear a specific one? Yeah. yeah I want to hear Preston's. So I, I was with Preston three times on my mission. In the MTC. No. Four times. In the MTC. I guess three times, huh? MTC, MTC, then on Piffy Loose slash Tuliar, and then Fort Dauphin. So three times. Okay. And uh, all three times, fantastic. Like, you know, there's there's everybody that served a mission knows that there's times on your mission where it feels like you've been with the same companion for two years straight. And, like, it's not that you hate him, but you just – everything everything feels so much slower Everything is like just so annoying, and it, it just sucks, right? There, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. There's companions that just it's rough. Other times, like you're with somebody and it just flies by. I was with Water for a transfer, super fun transfer, in uh, uh, Anolamites. Great transfer. We had some crazy experiences too. But when I was with Preston, yeah, yeah, we won't get that. But, yeah, I was with Preston. When we got evacuated, which was such a just a weird time as a missionary, you know, me and Preston and Blotter were a year in our missions. We're in the the prime, I would say, you know, of our missions so far. Like we can actually understand people. We know how to talk to people to get into doors, right? We know like talking to people what people want to hear, what they don't want to hear. You know, talking to somebody for ten minutes, we know like, hey, probably not going to come back to this guy or this girl. Probably not going to teach these people. Right when you're first on your mission, you're just teaching everybody. Half the people I taught my first six months were drunk, didn't even know. How was I supposed to know they were drunk? Right, but you know we're just in the prime of our missions, and we get we get told that we're getting evacuated. And Preston, why don't you tell us? Why don't you tell us that story, dude? Tell us that experience, that whole story. Yeah, yeah. Starting from um, I'll you want. start you from, start from I'll before. St- I'll start from uh, the initial story of the plague. How about that? Yeah, start from the beginning. And I'll try to make this this quick. Um, but this is quite tell the story. all the details you want. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to make sure we get to the other content here. 
But so I'm up in the northeast part of Madagascar, a city called Tomatov. And uh, <clears throat> we're walking around, you know, as, as missionaries, walk around all day, every day, talking to people, teaching people. And the the locals start telling us about something called the past. And that's French, right? I don't know, maybe. The yeah. word past is French. I think so. And we didn't speak French, so we didn't know what that meant. Um, they just were telling us to be careful of the past. And they're saying it's on the radio and that people are dying. And we're like, we don't know what's going on. We we finally figure out that pest means plague. And after a little bit more like uh, digging, turns out like the bubonic plague, the black plague. Like the OG one. Like the OG. Top like, dog plague. Death, top dog, black death, four, 1400s. Yeah. The reason there's the catacombs in Paris. Yeah. That thing. Um, turns out it's a, it showed up in Madagascar actually comes around every year, but we didn't know that. It's like Santa Claus. <laughs> it's like Santa Claus. <laughs> the Malagasy's don't get Santa Just, Claus. They get the black flag. Oh it brings gosh. coal every year. Santa oh. brings coal every year. <laughs> Those poor people. Uh, anyway, so we wow. start like trying to wow. figure out what's going <laughs> on. <laughs> and. Uh, we think they're just full of it as Malagasy's are a lot of the time. And so we asked our mission president about it. Turns out he was in town and he said, you know, don't worry about it. Make sure you're safe, but, uh, just don't worry about it. Keep working. Like, but keep an eye on it. Let me know like what more you hear, but I think you're okay. Just like, don't be stupid. Like, all right, chill. Um, next thing we know, mission president calls us and says, Hey, you need to pack up all your things, spray your house down with permethrin, which was what we used to dip our clothes in and stuff, what we were supposed to, to keep the mosquitoes away. Uh, he said, spray everything down in the house. You're leaving at 3 a.m. because they didn't want the members to think that, to see us leave, that we were like dipping out on them. He says, you can't tell anyone. If anyone asks, you're just going to the capital city for two-week training. You'll be back. And we're like, oh, shoot. Like, this is serious. So, long story short, mission driver comes up, picks us up at 3 a.m., and we drive back. And people are puking. The road back is very long, very windy. People are throwing up. It's it's a long ride. And then we get back to the capital, find out I'm going to be working with Walker, which was fantastic, in, in probably the dirtiest city I will ever touch foot in in my entire life. Um... And area sucked. Time with Walker was great. And the, the plague was up north, and we went south down to the capital, and it keeps coming south. And so it just gets closer and closer. After two weeks, um, we get told we're getting sent south again because the plague has hit the capital city. So we and get sent. We, to, get, we get called uh, on a P-Day. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, right. Out in the middle of nowhere, they say there's been like 13 deaths that morning in your guys' area. Yep. Pack your stuff. You're leaving. We That's were correct. stranded out there. We used chickens. We to had chickens. Our way back That's to our right. House. That was a crazy Walker's story a great itself. salesman. Yeah. We were going to the crock farm, so we used our cash to buy live chickens. They're not that cheap. Yeah, it's like and 10 like, grand. They're like five thousand. bucks. Yeah. They're like 25,000, I think. I don't or depend. No, to co- combined, they're about yeah, I think 25, it's like about ten, maybe thirteen. Yeah, depending on the health of the chicken, 
Yeah, we wanted nice, healthy ones. To yeah, so it's about five bucks combined, which is a lot of money for us over there. You can do a lot, and you we don't only carry that much cash. Yeah, on. you don't carry cash on you, so we had used what we had, and we had to get back home, and we're pretty far away. So Walker decides to barter the chickens to the taxi driver to take us home, and that was yeah, great story. It worked, dude. Told it the worked. taxi driver, I'm like, look, we have three thou in like cash and we have we have a chicken and he's like let me see the chicken he looks at the chicken and he's like nah I'm like okay we have two chickens we have two chickens and three thousand cash looks at both the chickens he's like licks the neck yeah like he I don't know what he the did neck? he did like weird stuff with the chicken he's got to check out the health of the, the chicken yeah and then he fair, took, fair took he, he took our bar and he said alright fair enough get in the car took us home to safety we're out of here and we got we got out of there packed our stuff uh, they sent us two days away, two day drive down to this place called called Tuliar. And on our way down there, um, we got almost got into a little bit of trouble. Uh, if you, there's like some passes on the way down that are rocks on either side, uh, all the way up, a canyon pass, like canyon passes. Yeah, that's a great word. And what these people will do is that they will block you in on the canyon pass, so you can't get anywhere. Um, you know, they're like. They're like local gangs, and they trap you, steal your stuff, take your car, take your wheels, whatever, take your money. Maybe kill you. Maybe kill you. And we were pretty close to getting caught one of those canyon passes. Um, we made it out alive. Keep driving. Make it all the way to this place called Tuliar. Burning hot. Never been anywhere as hot as that place. Um, 107 degrees. Oh, 2,000% humidity. Just constantly wet. Like, you get out of the shower. I think you're drier in the shower than you are out of it. And yeah. it's a great time, though. And we're only there for about two weeks as well. You say Tuiar is significantly drier and hotter than Morondava. It was hot season when we were there, yeah, too. Yeah, probably hotter than Morondava. But, yeah, about the same. About the same. Like, that same humidity. Yeah. But, like, def- like it was hot. It was hotter time of the year when we were there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's super. Tuliar, Mordendava, super similar. So we're there. We're having the time of our lives. Uh, Walker and I both have very young missionaries, and we're, we're just training. Me- yeah. yeah, we're training. So they had been there for three weeks, and we're just messing with them all the time and just having a good time. Like, Walker and I had a blast out there. Mufatangicha, shout out, uh, Obi. Yeah. Um, so we're there for about two weeks, and we start, you know, the plague is just consistently getting farther and farther south and we start hearing rumors that like there's a chance we're getting taken out of madagascar and assigned to a new country and uh at first it sounds kind of fun right new adventure go somewhere new see more of the world sounds kind of exciting um turns out it's not so we're sitting there one day and we get a call from the mission president it says hey you need to go to the store right now you can't you need to buy food for as much as you, long as you can. Like a week, I think. So yeah, saying. and he's like, you got to get back in your apartment. You can't leave for three days at least. Yeah, you're in lockdown. You're in lockdown. Until you hear, you hear, further, you hear further notice from us. So we're like, oh, this is, this is like real. He's not messing around. Um, so we do, we go to ShopRite, buy all our stuff, come back. And uh, Walker and I are sitting there and we're like, hey man, like we're only here for so long. And Tuliar had some great food, some great gelato, some great lobster. 
just weird weird place for food all around great super food great food so like chicago good so we're we tell the other guys that we're with we said hey we forgot to grab water because so one of us was like district leader over the district so like, we could like leave yeah we could like yeah anyways so we're like hey we gotta go get some stuff <laughs> so walker and i were like hey we'll be back and what we did was we walked we didn't want to take a, a poos poos which is like a guy that rides you drives you around on a bike because then they would know we're going somewhere far so we walked until we were out of of eyesight of like distance from our apartment <laughs> walked around the corner then got on a bike and went to the ice cream parlor Wait, you guys you guys weren't companions at this time no, no. you left your companions with at each the house. other yeah well there was there was two other like there, so there was, was missionaries four. older than us there uh, yeah. as well and like yeah like walker it's walker said we were like for yeah. a secret mission yeah one of us was the district leader so we like they we had leave. the right yeah so we had the leave. right you could do whatever you wanted no, yeah. we still weren't supposed to leave. With great power comes great responsibility. We still weren't right. supposed to leave. No regrets, I know for a fact. No regrets. Because president said, I know there's going to be some stupid missionaries out there that are going to leave. For some lobster. Just don't do it. And we're like, yeah. And those we said, guys yeah, are so those stupid. guys are so stupid. <laughs> and then we went to the ice cream parlor and had the best ice cream. But I think we pulled that card. I think we're like, he told us that like we need to get like enough stuff and we're worried we don't have enough water. So yeah. we're going to go get water. Ice the cream. question is, did you guys come back with water? I was going to say, you guys probably forgot it. No, we came back with pizza. Yeah, we'd bring pizza back. We'd be like, we, we bring pizza, pizza back to the boys. And they're like, you guys didn't even go get water? No, we didn't, but we got pizza. <laughs> so so then, then skip into the chase here. We do that a few times. We're, we're trying to enjoy ourselves. It's pretty depressing, to be honest. So we're trying to have fun. Um, and then we get a call from President Foote telling us that we're getting evacuated and we'll find out later that night where we're going but we need to pack up our stuff so later that night we're just kind of out we're not like out on the town that's not the word i should use we're just on the street by our apartment just like outside because everyone was tired from sitting inside all day and so we're just trying to get some fresh air and we we decided we were going to go to le blue one last time which is where the lobster was the restaurant right on the ocean right on the ocean Super beautiful restaurant and so we we do that and then we get the call from our mission president when we're picking up a few more souvenirs because we know we're gonna leave we may 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 never come back and i get told i'm going to zambia and then they hand the phone to walker and we had also heard through the grapevine that he was also going to zambia I think, right? Yeah, that's Yeah, what, you were supposed to go. Yeah, that's the So we're like stoked out of our minds. Like at least we're going together. They pull a hard one on us. Turns out he's going to Reunion, which is part of our mission, French speaking. So we're going different places. And uh, then it's it gets really sad, right? Like it actually hits us that we're leaving this place. Um, we wouldn't be companions anymore. We're Maybe completely different countries. Maybe not see each other for at least a yeah. At like least a year. If we'll ever come back to each other. And uh so, we decide to go get one last Coke together, as missionaries do. So, we send, we send the rest of the guys home again. We said, hey, we'll, we'll see you in a second. We go to what I'm going to call a bar, but it's not really a bar. It's just where you yeah. get drinks, like all sorts of drinks, and they're just very common. There's like a little store there in Madagascar. It's like kind of like a bodega. Yeah, exactly. So, we pull up. We ask for a large Coke. A coca lebe, if you will. And we start pouring one out for each other. And uh, and at this moment, 
a song comes on, and uh, I'll, I'll let Walker take it from here. Yeah, we're sitting there drinking ice cold Coca Cola from a glass Tavlongi, like a glass bottle. But the mood's still depressing. Oh, super depressing, dude. Super I mean, depressing. like, we're just looking at each other. We're right on the beach, too. This bar is, like, right on the beach. So, like, we can see, like, the ocean and, like, the sand. And we're like, dude, wouldn't that, like, probably never come back here? Like, I'll ne- still this day, I've never been back to that spot. Like, I'll never be back in this country, right? Looking at Preston, looking at, uh, you know, just the country, all these Malagasy's around us laughing. Some of them, most of them are drunk, right? They're just laughing, having a good time. And we hear uh, the the piano of changes. Right? By Tupac. Uh, and me and Preston don't even say anything to each other. Just look at each other. And the mood switches to, like, super solemn, honestly. Like, uh yeah, like that's the word probably to describe it, just super solemn, listening to changes, the words of changes, uh, which is not like a super spiritual song or like a super like no. like emotional <laughs> song. Like it's, it's an emotional like song. It's, it's yeah, it has a deep meaning, meaning but like sure. at that moment, dude, it just fit perfect the mood. Fit like like couldn't have had couldn't have asked for a better song. We just look at each other. We're like, dude, this is a tender mercy from the Lord. Like, you think I'm Jesus, telling you, Jesus had Tupac on this playlist. No, for sure, one hundred percent. God took the ox and said, "Give me it. that." Tupac's a great musician. Yeah, hundred percent. And we just sat there drinking our coke, dude, listening to Tupac, uh, chatting no up with. Yeah, see no changes. Wake up in the morning. It'll be the outro of this podcast. So so stay tuned. You can listen to it. Um, but yeah, dude, nothing like honestly, one of the fondest memories of my mission looking back, like hearing that song played, like just a tender mercy from the Lord, dude, because it sucked to hear like we have to leave the country. And then not only that, but like you're not gonna be with your homies, like these people that you've built like lifelong friendships with, like honestly, like a brotherhood, right, for the past year of your lives. Like we would call each other weekly, you know, maybe three times a week be on the phone with Preston or Blotter or Shoemaker or somebody. Right. And now it's all taken away. Like no, and you never know where you're going to go. Me and Preston are in BF nowhere, dude, out in Tuliar three days, no, two days for the thing to come down and pick us up. Like it was a, it was a beautiful moment. I'll never forget it. Yeah. Great time. Then, uh, then I got said plague and, uh, drove back to, to the capital city and went on our way. Yeah, when he said he got said plague, Preston got super sick, dude. So the guy comes, Marcelin was the mission driver, comes to pick us up at like 11 o'clock at night. And this is a two-day trip back to the capital. We did it in a day and a half. Uh, we just go tear cheek. Which is unheard of, Yeah, by it was the way. crazy. Tear cheek, dude's going 80 kilometers, probably going 100 kilometers, um, you know, an hour each way, right? Just all throughout the whole night, dude. Uh the whole day, the next day we're driving, um, it gets back to like 11 o'clock at night. We're in, we're in, uh, on Bay. spend the night in Ancira Bay. We're laying in bed. Me and Preston tell our trainees, Hey, you guys go sleep upstairs with the other guys. <laughs> Me and Preston are down here on the, on the king. But jokes on us. It's the worst bed we've ever slept. Oh, in, horrible ever. bed. Plywood. It was, it was, it was, uh, broke my bag. It was just plywood, dude. Plywood and blankets. Honestly, that was the bed. But uh, that night we get down, saying our saying our prayers. And Preston says, "Dude, I feel I feel so gross." And I'm like, "Yeah, I feel kind of nauseous too, dude." I mean, we just drove from 11 o'clock at night to 11 o'clock at night. It took a whole like literally didn't stop driving. I think we stopped for lunch. We'd stop because Keys like, had to take a dump. 
Yeah, it was, like, it was like a 25 minutes, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's maybe a total of like uh, an hour throughout the last 24 hours we had like stopped driving. So we were all kind of nauseous and car sick, but Preston was like, no, this is different, man. Like, I do not, like, I feel super, super sick. I'm like, okay, dude, uh, you know, said a prayer that night. Next morning we get up early again, like four or five in the morning, uh, hit the road again because we have to, our flight is leaving that the next day at like two o'clock or one o'clock. And we're still a five-hour drive from the Capitol. We have stuff at, like, the mission office we need to grab. And then it's, like, three or four hours to get to the airport from there. So, like, like no time. Get up early the next morning. Preston's like, dude, I still feel so sick. Uh, we get to the cap. We get to the Capitol. We get to the mission office. Preston's like, I think I have the plague, right? All the symptoms of the bubonic plague Preston's showing. Um we get to the airport. Our mission president says, dude, we don't have time to worry about this right now. Or maybe he didn't know. I don't remember. But I think he was so stressed. He's like, we have to leave now. Like, as soon as we got to the mission office, they threw our stuff in another car and we drove straight to the airport. Because, like, our flight was that – it was, like, the last flight out of Madagascar, too. Yeah. Like, the UN was about to close the border. We had to be out. Um, so, super stressful, right? We get to the airport and Preston's just as sick as I've ever seen anybody. Pale face, no energy. Uh, you know, sweating, like honestly, just sick, sick, sick. Like it, it, you, you didn't, you didn't have to ask him if he was sick. You looked at him and say, this guy's sick. They have the UN is there at the airport, United Nations. Uh, and it's in Madagascar, right? If there's like Malagasy's doing the scans or like Malagasy's like running some sort of, uh, you know, test, you can get through it just by talking your way through it. Like, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to like actually pass the test. You could bribe the Malagasy. You could talk your way by speaking Malagasy itself. Like, it would surprise them they let you through, but these were like Europeans doing this. Uh, they had these temperature scanners making sure that nobody had a temperature because if you had a temperature, you had to stay in the country. You know, you had the bubonic plague. It was like COVID basically everything that happened in COVID was going on there at the airport in Madagascar. So, uh, we're looking at Preston like, dude, he's not going to make it through the gate to even get into the airport. Uh, luckily Preston gets through, um, you know, gets scanned. They don't say anything, let him through. Our, our, uh, the well, mission. He asked you, right? No, no, this is after. This so is after. I, they scan me. I'm like, there's no way. They scan me. I go through. Yeah, you tell this part of the story. And then, uh, then I go to the mission nurse. I said, I said, um, Sister Boyle. Sister Boyle. Yeah, thank you. It's like, Sister Boyle, I'm sick. I, I don't think I should go to Zambia. Like, I don't think you guys can send me because I'm going to make the headlines all over the world of like Mormon missionary sends plague to mainland Africa. I'm freaking out at this point. She's oh, like, it was terrible. you'll be okay. Uh, they get me a Coke. I sit down on a chair and then the guards come over and they're like, dude, you're sick. Like what's wrong with you? And I'm like, nah, nah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Don't worry about it. They're like, no, you look terrible. And I'm like, no, seriously, I'm fine. I just, I just made the, the trip from two AR in one day. And then, that cleared all their worries like oh oh yeah yeah for sure bro like that's why you look that way like i don't like that's crazy i don't know how you even did that like makes sense you're chill and so uh then sister boyle starts giving me the old the ibuprofen mixed with tylenol like you do ibuprofen tylenol ibuprofen tylenol it's basically like freaking oxy it's yeah. great um she's like sneaking it to me so no one can see and i'm just still freaking out then i go to mission president and i said I think you got to send me either leave me here by myself or send me to South Africa. Cause I'm going to send the plague to freaking Africa. Like I'm going to be the guy 
that literally starts this whole, you know, Black Death 2.0. And, uh, and I, I'm seriously terrified. And he looks at me, thinks about it. And he's like, you know, what? I, I think we're just going to send you. I'm like, all right, trust this man with my life. So if he says it, I'll do it. Anyways, to, to, to move on with the story, I'm still freaking out. Hop on the plane to go to Ethiopia. And there's this French dude just downing wine. And uh, he's like, dude, you're sick. I'm like, no, no, I'm not. He's like, no, you're really sick. And he starts trying to get the attention of the flight attendants to tell them that I'm sick and that, um, like, I, I can't, you know, go on to the next country or whatever. And luckily he was so drunk they didn't trust anything he was saying. But meanwhile, I'm just in the bathroom the entire flight just getting wrecked. We land in Ethiopia, and it was one of the most eerie experiences of my life. In the terminal in Ethiopia, um, it's only me and Oberhansley are the only dudes there. There's maybe like a thousand Ethiopian women, and they all look exactly the same, all wearing the same black dress and hijab, which like nothing wrong with that, but just the setting and the environment, it was the weirdest thing. And then I just go straight to the bathroom, and I'm there for another four hours during our layover eventually get to zambia mission president picks us up at 2 a.m president kupu rip passed away a few weeks ago pouring out for president kupu. pouring out for president kupu and uh he 2 a.m hands me the phone he's like salt lakes on the phone like answer he's like hey it's dr johnson like we know all about you like how are you doing are you okay i'm like yeah I, I i'm feeling a little better and then i go to bed that night wake up it was gone and I don't know how or what, but it was gone. Miracle. Actually, what what really happened is I get back to the mission home at 2 a.m. and someone tackles me. Sounded like just, a monkey. Just takes me out. Making it's pitch black noises. in there. Someone just tackles me. Be really good for a Next thing snake. I know, it's blotter. And we're just Gross. freaking laughing, having a great time. And uh, he was already there. When I showed up, he was just waiting and just knocked the shiz out of me. And then I went to bed, woke up, plague was gone. Well, that was happening, dude. I was laying on grass at the airport in, in Reunion because the, the APs or whatever over there didn't know we were coming. We were just hanging out midnight on some grass outside the airport like, maybe they'll find us. Well, yeah, that's, like that, that's the story. The plague right out of you. You know, I've never put two and two together, but I think you're right. That's what I'm getting from that story. Family up lot. Priesthood tackle, that's what we call that. <laughs> that's a freaking blessing in a tackle. Yeah. Uh, that that plague a produced a bunch story. of cool, crazy stories. That one's a good one. You had another story you want to tell about sailing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So Tanner Mills and I decide we're going to buy a sailboat having never sailed before in our lives like a year and a half ago impulse buy yeah it was uh last summer midway through the summer so where did the inspiration for that come from i don't think i even still to this day i'm really glad you guys did buy it because i've it's benefited me (laughs) just from the joy of being sailing with you guys many times why why did you guys decide to do that yeah it's a good question i've actually always been fascinated by sailing since I was a kid. Mm, um, a sailor kid. Sailor kid. But I always thought it was like a rich man's sport, you know? 
It was like, oh, I'll never be able to do that because, like, only rich people do it. And as we talked earlier, I, I'm from Murray, Utah. So rich. Not rich. Ghetto. Ghetto. The and, ghetto. Uh, the richest part of Murray. But, yeah, so, pretty nice neighborhood of Murray. <laughs> I've, I had been on a, a sunfish before, which is like a one-man really small boat, and loved it. And I'm like, I want to be – I want to sail. But it's never going to happen. And then – Last summer, we're at Bear Lake, and Tanner goes out on Hobie Cat, 16-foot Hobie Cat. I didn't even go out, but goes out with some of the guys, comes back. He's like, dude, we got to buy a sailboat. And like I was one like, of your friends or something had a Hobie Cat? Yeah, it was it was Jake Stromberg's brother, Jam, oh. his in-laws. Oh. They had a boat. Gotcha. So they went out on it, and I didn't go out. But uh, he's like, dude, we got to buy a sailboat. I'm like, I've always wanted a sailboat. Like, you don't even have to convince me. Next thing we know, we're on KSL find a boat up in logan uh for pretty cheap price for everything all included and cheaper than what benny took to uh vegas <laughs> just it was cheaper than beep. yeah cheaper than beep. a whole lot cheaper than beep. yeah and so we drive up to logan buy it from the student named steve and he was emotional um selling his boat selling his boat he grew up in the bay area grew up sailing and he was just sitting on his driveway when we pulled up he said you know, I've been reminiscing for the last hour about memories on this boat. And he, he christened her Sweet Bananas. That's the name of the boat. And uh, he was tears in his eyes, actually. And he had to sell it because he almost died on it with his grandson, his six-year-old grandson. He said, this is enough. It's a cursed boat, you could say. No. Um, I almost died on that boat. Yeah, many of us have. And, you know, he said it needs some young bucks like you guys to take her out. And I told him that I was actually going to sail a lot in Bear Lake where he would take her most of the time. And he started crying and he said, st- taps her, taps on the boat and says, she's coming home. <laughs> and then we, we drove away and I'm like, Steve, I, we don't need to take this from you. We really don't. This, this is sad. And uh, as we drove away, he just sat on the, the driveway waved at us with tears in his eyes have you ever reached out to steve sense no we haven't but we actually we've talked about it because his address is actually still on the box of extra parts and we've probably got his number somewhere tanner's probably got his phone from when we initially texted him so So we need to send a picture to tanner it it would make his find it on tanner found the boat we went halvesies on it and uh yeah that's how that's how it came to be now we got sweet bananas so what's the story then yeah, so we think we're hot shots, right? Because you guys are. Like, no, we're not. But like, we think we're cool. Like, we got the sailboat. Yeah, we're hot though. Yeah, pretty, we might. We might be I'm hot. Talking, like, just not hot shots. Peacock kind of sexy. <laughs> talking girl. male lion, kind of sexy. Girlfriend got a stimmy over there. So we go out the first time. You guys were all there the first time the boat went out. And we had no idea what we we're doing. This dude named Chuck teaches us how to sail. Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell, actually, it, it in Bear Lake. Former middleweight champion yeah. of the UFC. Yeah, teaches us. <laughs> and then we take it, Tanner and I take it out again with some friends. And now it's our third time. And we were talking to these two twins. Well, I was I had took taken one of them out on a couple of dates. Um, she was really, really great girl. They're both, this was a year ago. They're both married now, yeah. Yeah, this is a long time ago. Long time ago. They're both married now? They're both married, yeah. And so I was like, let's go sailing. I was like, Tanner, you should come and we'll take the twins sailing. 
Like, great idea. They're super down. Like, who doesn't want to go sailing, right? So we take it up to Jordan L. And as we're going up there, I'm like reading the wind uh, meters for the day. And I'm I'm starting to get a little scared. Because we're looking at like 20 knot winds, which is like, what, 24 miles an hour for those non-sailors out there. Uh, something like that. Anyways, we we get it out of the water or we get it out, we get it all set up. It's getting really windy at this point. And I'm like, Tanner, I don't know if we should do this, but we're like, we can't back out. We've got these girls here. Like, gotta we got to do it. Yeah. And keep in mind, we don't know how to sail still. Chuck Liddell taught you guys yeah, how to Yeah, Chuck it taught us a little bit, but we still don't really know what we're doing. We get it down into the water, and the wind just really is picking up. And we're not getting anywhere. People are getting off the water, and here we are trying to go in the water. And if, if you've been to the personal air, watercraft uh, ramp at Jordan L, there's, there's like the uh, deck on the left, and then there's a lot of rocks to the right, and there was a kite surfer to our right, and other sailboats that are moored in the water. So we couldn't really go that way because this kite, we, we would have rammed the kite surfer and just took her out. So we're, we're, but the winds, if, if you've been sailing, you, you, there's like 45 degrees into the wind that you can't physically go because the way that it works, you just can't sail that way. So we don't have much option here, but we're trying to go left because we don't want to take out the kite surfer or hit these other boats that are in the water. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, let's like, we're fighting it for like 30 minutes. We're getting pushed into the rocks. Like it, we shouldn't, we should have just called it a day. But I'm like, all right, we're going to go left towards the dock, but we're going to have to miss the dock. Like, that's our only shot. So get everything set up. Tell the girls to get on the boat. Tanner's going to gonna hoist the um, sail. And I'm going to give us a push away from the rocks and hop on. And I'm telling everyone, as soon as I give us the push, you guys got to like, be ready because we're going to take off because the wind is coming in hot. So I'm, This was like your what? Like the second time, third time? Third time ever sailing, yeah. And never, nothing close to this type of wind. And never with two people that have never sailed. And never with two people that have never sailed before. At this point, you can't back out. Like, you're, you're no, there. we're like, in. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I push us, steer us left, and I'm in the water about waist deep, and it's only getting deeper because it's on the ramp, gets steep, got my hat on, and I give it a push, and I go to jump onto the boat. And uh, the rudder hits me in the forehead, takes my hat off, and they take off without me. I'm still in the water. And I just see them taking off in the boat, and I'm like, oh, no. Not T- only are they taking Tanner off. Tanner just dusted you. He's like, I got Tanner dusted myself, me, yeah. Bro. Tanner pulled a quick one. Like, props to him, honestly. <laughs> like, smart move. He's like, I got two, you know, two girls on this boat with me, and I'm leaving Preston in the water. But they're going straight for the dock. Oh, no. And they just slam right into the dock, bounce off of it, and they're on their way. <laughs> and they're going. So the dock didn't stop them. It was just... Stop, dock didn't stop them. There's a, there's a blemish on Sweet Bananas that uh, you can see from... It's the only, you know, the only damage we've done to her so You'd far. it's a bruise on the banana. Yeah, definitely a bruise. And... They smack the dock hard. so hard. I'm I'm a little dazed because I just got hit in the face. Hats missing. Hats missing. My favorite hat. Teeth and missing. Fortunately, Bloody nose. <laughs> teeth are still intact, but they're gone. And this guy, 
the kite surfer's husband looks at me. He said, I don't think you're ever getting them back. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so I don't know what to do at this point. And they're just cruising. They're just going across Jordan L, going towards the dam uh, from the personal watercraft ramp. And I'm like, I start sprinting across the shore to like try to make it out to where they're going. I'm running, 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 running. And they're just hauling. And they managed to start getting away from the dam and going towards shore. And as I'm running, I look and I was like, I think a girl just fell off the boat. <laughs> and they're still 150 yards away from shore. You guys have life jackets on? We Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're smarter than uh, some people that have been on Sweet Bananas in the past. Yeah. And we had life jackets. Um, <laughs> that was me. My B. Yeah. And so I'm like, I think a girl just fell off the boat. But I'm like, there's no way. Like, nah. And I finally get over there. And the girls are back on shore. They get the boat. They beach the boat. Took the sail down. The girls are laughing. Time of their life. And uh, Tanner is shell shocked. He's sitting on the beach. Uh, in crouch position, and he he can't really talk. He's stunned. I don't know what had just happened. I was I didn't experience it. And <laughs> And all he has to say, I pull up, I'm laughing, girls are laughing, and Tanner's just shaking his head, can't talk. He's scared out of his mind still. And he says, it's a good thing our parents paid their tithing. (laughs) 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 Which, like, who knows what that means? (laughs) Yeah, who knows? (laughs) But it made for a great story. Um, I feel horrible. Uh, Luckily, the girls were laughing and thought they had a good time. Tanner was not. Uh, he's still terrified about it to this day. The amount of times Tanner's almost died on that boat. Yeah, surprising he even owns any any part of that boat. Yeah, and anyways, we he's too terrified to get back on the boat. I'm like, I think we can get back to shore. Like, we got to get home somehow, and we got to get the boat home somehow. And we decide to wait it out for about three hours on the shore on the other. Oh my gosh! For the wind to die down. Once it dies down a little bit, we get back out on the water, and then it completely dies on us, and we end up uh, having to swim our way in. So, like, if you lay down on your stomach on the pontoons, on the bananas, you can, like, swim, paddle, yeah. paddle yourself back in. So, we we had a great time. We Before the wind died on us, we went around, actually sailed, showed, showed the girls that we kind of knew what we were doing, but really not. Had a good time, navigated around the the reservoir a little bit and then swam ourselves back to shore did you get we, a second date that that was the third date did i want to say get a second date no we we actually never hung out with them ever again i i saw them one more time because brinley was going to paint me she's a great artist actually f- phenomenal and so she was going to paint a picture of sweet bananas for me Oh, that would have been sweet. Bought her a canvas, did everything, went up to their home, and because uh, I gave them a book to read as well. Went to their house in Heber and uh, gave them the canvas. She had all the paint, and I've never seen her ever again. So, so she could have a picture I, of Sweet Bananas. I, I do want to like somehow find out if she ever painted Sweet Bananas because I'd love to put that up in my house, but that's that's the that's what happened. Did you guys buy it 2021 or 2020? Did you buy it 2020? It would have been 21. 21. 
Okay, let me see. Yeah, last summer. Let me see if I can find this photo for you, Preston. I think you'd want to see it. It's of old sweet bananas at Jordan L. One of the times hooked up to my Jeep Grand Cherokee. El, uh, El Jefe, rest in peace. El Jefe. I think it was 2020, dude. Was it 2020 you bought that boat? I think it was 2020. I think it was 21. It wasn't 21, dude. Dude, I'm pretty sure it was 21. But uh, any of you listeners, if you want to ride on the boat, let us know. I promise we won't we won't experience uh, what I just How, how do they explained. get a hold of you? Do you have an email? Is there a reservation? Fax number, actually, Website, is how I do things. Socials. Yeah, fax number in my SSN. You'll find me. Okay. Do you want to share the SSN for the the chat? No pressure. No. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. Just mouth it. Smash that like and subscribe. We're back, YouTube. What's up, you guys? Are you looking for a photo, Wolf? I am. I can't. I'm. I'm trying to find it. It's. It. It's okay. Okay. But it's I will great show it to you at some boat. point. Yeah. Justin. Sweet. Okay. It's about twelve. Little, twelve ten. Past midnight at this point. Yeah, just a hair. It's been fun, dude. Thanks for having me. Is there any Some last things you want to say, Preston? What else you got? You know what? I love the boys. I love the basement. And you love the bullshit. But I don't cuss. But uh, that's why I said it for you. <laughs> but it's under it's under the LLC, LLC, so it's, so it's, it's not. Really but but I, don't. I don't. You don't have to get that close to it. That's fine. Yeah, thank you. So you don't mind <laughs> that uh, much? No, I do. It's deep love. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love you too, dude. Hope to have you back on soon. That's been a pleasure. It's been uh, school started now, so it's harder to get around to recording for the podcast, but do what we can. You can come on and uh, help I us just, with the uh, the technical side of things. That's a great picture, actually. That's phenomenal. Is that me? That is you. Wait, I want to see. You got to send me that. Um, I actually have one last thing to say before I go. Right before this podcast started, I saw Groberg touch tongues with somebody. I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh, my God. I'm just going to leave it there. And, and we're out. I was extremely peer pressured. <laughs> it, goes, it goes from this photo straight to the Ukrainian village. No, no. Don't, don't lose. Don't change the subject here. What's the subject? Yeah. This right, man is, touched um, tongues with someone before we recorded this podcast. Gross, I saw it too. We have it on video. On, guys, Somebody does. Really and their name is...
that's just the way it is Things will never be the same That's just the way it is Oh yeah That's just the way it is Things will never be the same That's just the way it is Disgrace the races, we under I wonder what it takes to make this One better place, let's erase the waste it Take the evil out the people, they'll be acting right Cause both black and white, and smoke a crack tonight And the only time we chill is when we kill each other It takes kill guilt to be real, time to heal each other And although it seems evident, we ain't ready To see a black president, uh, It ain't a secret, no concealed a fact The penitentiary's packed, and it's filled with blacks But some things will never change Try to show another way, but you're staying in the dope game Now tell me what's a mother to do to the brother and you, yeah. you gotta operate the easy way. I made a G today, but you made it in a sleazy way. Sell a crack to the kid. I gotta get paid. Hey, well, hey. well, that's the way it is. Come on, come on. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Oh yeah. No changes, can a brother get a little peace? It's war on the streets and a war in the Middle East Instead of war on poverty, they got a war on drugs so the police can bother me And I ain't never did a crime, I ain't have to do But now I'm back with the box, giving it back to you Don't let them jack you up, back you up, crack you up, and pip smack you up You gotta learn to hold your own, they get jealous when they see you with your mobile phone But tell the cops I can't touch this, I don't trust this When they try to rush, I bust this That's the sound number two, you say it ain't cool Never change.